Thank you for listening to the Power Shift Mindset. We'll be discussing techniques, concepts, and strategies to help you achieve the success and happiness you're looking for. Hey guys, it's Coach Jay, and this week I'm going to talk about balance. You've heard me mention the health tripod, physical, mental, and emotional health. I just want to talk about how we need to balance all three and not overdo it with one. All right, so I'm going to talk about balance, and I've mentioned this health tripod uh, on the podcast. I mention it on a lot of my Instagram posts and other videos that I put out there. Going back, and I hate that we keep referencing it, but COVID, we all worried about our physical health. Put your mask on, wash your hands, don't go into big crowds and, and whatnot. Shut everything down, stay home. So great, we were overprotective of our physical health to make sure we didn't get physically sick. But how much of an impact did that have on us psychologically and emotionally? I mean, I'm personally a, a hugger. I love giving my friends hugs. I give good hugs. I, when I give you a hug, you, you feel it. You know I'm giving you a hug. And I miss that. I miss the human interaction. I miss seeing my friends, hugging my friends, seeing faces and seeing smiles. Um, I often say when uh, Jen came out here to visit, uh, she co-hosted a few of the episodes. She's been on the show. Uh, if I can change anything about that visit, and it was a really quick visit. It was, I mean, five days packed of nonstop from New York City, the Appalachian Trail to upstate New York to, I mean, pizza and Waterbury and whatnot. If I can change one thing, it would have been the mask. I missed the full look on her face when she came down that escalator when we saw each other in person for the first time. And it, it's a big deal. I mean, it wasn't like in the movies where everyone starts throwing their arms up in excitement. It was a relaxed look on her face. I can see it in her eyes, but I missed from the eyes down. And that's the one thing I would have changed. And we went so heavy on the physical stuff that we missed the emotional and psychological health and taking care of that. My son had to do his entire sophomore year of high school on the living room couch. How did that affect that? So, I mean, this was one big event that obviously the entire world had to deal with. Um, so I'm going to tie it in a little more to I mean, directly related to fitness and, and health like that. When we go to the gym, we work out. We're doing that for our body, obviously, for our physical health, to big, build muscle, to burn fat, to change our body composition. So it's done primarily for the physical aspect of it. Now, there are some people that use a gym I mean, completely for their emotional health, their mental health. It just It's just their place to get away. And instead of I mean, sitting in a church and meditating or sitting in a field and meditating, it's that meditative moment that they have, their, their half hour or an hour in the gym, that it, it isn't as much the physical. But primarily, someone going to the gym, it's physical. Now, a big thing that we need to take into account when we are exercising, we are working out, is our diet. Now, there's all, I was just talking to, to someone today about this, where there's all the, the gimmick diets that go out there. I mean, basically, what is keto now was loosely Atkins 15 years ago, and, and food makes me fat, carbs make me fat, excuses make me fat. I mean, we can go with everything, so people avoid stuff like that. So again, let's say we're going to the gym, we're working on our health, we're exercising, we're lifting, maybe we are doing a run or a bike ride here, 
And whatever it is we're doing, we are doing this for our physical health. But now, and you've heard me say this before, you go to your nephew's birthday and you don't have a piece of cake or you don't have grandma's famous Christmas cookies or Aunt Jane's famous apple pie at Thanksgiving. And how much is that affecting you emotionally? I mean, you sitting there and you go to your buddy's Super Bowl party and the only thing you're having are wings and carrot sticks. And maybe not even the carrots, probably the celery because the carrots have too much sugar. I mean, are we really going to beat ourselves up? Can we really enjoy life when we're that strict? And I'll take out specific and temporary reasons, okay? If, you're, if you are a competitive athlete and you're trying to make weight, okay? You're a high school wrestler or a college wrestler and you have to make weight. Okay, there are times when we got to tighten things up here and there. And if you're and a stage competitor and you're you're doing men's physique or bodybuilding and okay there are moments and and stretches in our life that we're doing that but for the average person to give up never eating ice cream again because nope it makes me fat and to never have wings again and it's it's stuff like that that really can wear us down where yes we can do stuff to really get our physical health but it definitely changes things I mean, I use the example of I mean, me leaving the shop. I mean, I feel so much better. I mean, on all counts, I mean, physically, mentally, and emotionally, I feel so much better since I left there. Physically, it was beating up my body. And for nearly 25 years, I woke up at 4 a.m., so I was getting minimal sleep. I was walking on concrete floors, standing on concrete for 10 hours a day, and breathing in and smoke and and not so much fumes, but dealing with oils and greases and lubricants and stuff that were getting into my skin and whatnot. So that's the physical side. I mean, emotionally, and eventually it started to hit me that I couldn't spend time with my families because I had minimal PTO time. I mean, very restrictive, very minimal. I mean, I was guaranteed one week with my family in terms of vacation. I had to keep a couple in my back pocket because we had no sick days. So when my kids were younger, if they ever got sick for an extended amount of time, and by that I only mean two or three days, I had to make sure I had vacation days in my pocket because we didn't have sick days for me to stay home and take care of them. And so when you take all that into it and now – your kids are saying, hey, dad, why can't we go on a vacation? Well, I don't have the time. That wears down on you emotionally. That wears down on you mentally. And it plays into that. So we have to take everything into consideration with the balance. And again, going on the health thing, uh, the example I like to use is, I mean, for those of you in the Northeast that know Dunkin' Donuts, and you get a Dunkin' Donuts bagel with cream cheese, and they do put a lot of cream cheese on it, you're looking at roughly 450 calories. I mean, I don't know the breakdown in fat, but if you saw the amount of cream cheese, I'm sure it's uh, up there quite a bit. But you're looking at roughly 450 calories for a bagel with some cream cheese. The average serving of ice cream, anywhere between half and three-quarters of a cup, is 150 to 175. So just for simple math, we're going to go with 150 calories for a serving of ice cream. I can have two servings of ice cream, 300 calories, and still be 150 calories under that bagel. And personally, I'm going to enjoy the ice cream more than the bagel. So there's things like that. And now you'll hear that you'll hear phrases where coaches and trainers will talk about the, if it fits my macros. In theory, if you just hit your macros, yes, it's going to work. Now, again, hitting your macros with ice cream and bagels and hitting your bagel, your 
macros with and chicken, rice, and broccoli, obviously your energy is going to be different. You're going to feel different. Your gut health is going to be different. Everything, it's it's not equal. But it's one of those things, if you're going to treat yourself, treat yourself. Have that ice cream. When you when you go to the game, I mean, have I mean, the peanuts and Cracker Jacks or the hot dog at, at the ballpark. I mean, don't deprive yourself because it does play into that mental and emotional health, and we really need to work on all three. When you talk about rest day, I will never tell anyone not to take a rest day. And it's it's important. The The analogy I use with people are overdoing it. I mean, we always get the, the more is better. I mean, I know coaches where it's like, come on, two more. Give me two more reps. Give me two more reps. Come on, you can do it. Keep going, keep going, keep going. I mean, burpee till you puke. It's not the way to do it. From a physical standpoint, go into a workout. The workout should not beat you up. You should not feel worse leaving the workout than you did going in. You shouldn't feel like you got beat up or that you're dying or that your aches and pains. Now, that's just the physical side. Now, you felt beat up. Now, psychologically, you're starting to think, oh, I can't handle this. This is too much for me. I'm weak. I'm out of shape. And, and yes, you might be out of shape, but it doesn't mean you can't handle it. The appropriate workout, you would feel better. Yes, you're going to feel a little soreness. Yes, you're going to feel tired. You just did a workout. Of course, you're going to feel tired. I mean, you you rake the yard, mow the lawn, and shovel snow. You're going to feel tired after doing something like that. So it's not like you shouldn't feel anything, but you definitely shouldn't feel beat up because now it plays into that psychological and emotional aspect of it. And always keep it balanced. And again, going back to that rest day, personally, I'll do active rest. Now, don't get me wrong. You need the, the rest day where you just sit there and do nothing. For me... I go into the woods. You've heard me mention I like to sleep on the Appalachian Trail. I'll come home. I'll tell my wife I'm sleeping in the woods today. I'll literally grab my backpack, my tent, my sleeping bag, and I drive about an hour from where I live. I get to the Appalachian Trail, and depending on where I go, it can be anywhere from a a half-mile hike to a five-mile hike. And I set up camp, spend the night in the woods, I come home. So for me, that hike is relaxing. It's for me to clear my mind. It's for me to think. It's if I'm with someone to have some great conversation. And then sleeping in the woods, sleeping under the stars, being out in nature, for me, mentally and emotionally, is very relaxing, very recharging and refreshing. Now, someone else, a hike might be their workout. That might be what they do for a workout. Three times a week, they go for a three-mile hike or five-mile hike or whatever the distance might be. It works different for everyone. And again, there's so many reasons why we do things where it could be relaxing. And right now I'm recording in my room with all my instruments. I mean, I'll come in here and just play some music. And I've mentioned just because I'm playing James Taylor doesn't mean it's a relaxing day. And and I'm playing Iron Maiden means it's an an aggressive or I'm angry day. And either one, just playing music in general is is very relaxing for me. And and mentally and emotionally, it, it feels good to me. And then obviously if I'm, I'm playing drums, you can add a physical element to it as well. And it is very important that we always balance. And again, going back to that overdoing it, the people that think they need to do more, do more, do more. Give me another rep. Give me another exercise. Let me do more. Let me do more. And let me do five days a week. And not getting into whether you're doing full body or splits, but someone that just wants to work out every day. When we cook, we need to put some salt in the food. Okay, again, taking special diets out of it. We put some salt in the food. If you put too much salt in the food, it ruins it. Well, that's the same way with working out. You need to work out a certain amount. 
if you work out too much, it's actually detrimental to the workout. You actually wear yourself down and break yourself down more than if you stopped at the appropriate amount. And that's different for everyone. I mean, so I can't give you a number of X amount of reps, X amount of sets, X amount of this, because it is different for everyone. So we want to make sure at all times we're, we're addressing all three legs of that tripod. And that could be the case of going out with friends once or twice a month to make sure you get a, a gathering of your friends and, and go out to a restaurant and, again, do something simple. I mean, you have eight friends there, you pick four appetizers, you get some platters, you put them in front in family style, you all pick and you have a good time and have some great conversation and doesn't hit the wallet that hard. You have some laughs and you're you're enjoying some some good food and some fun food. It might not be the healthiest food. It might be the nachos. It might be the wings. It might be the, the egg rolls or something like that. But enjoy it and have fun. And overall, I mean, life's going to be better. Y- you have to make sure all three legs are strong. Again, we can be as strong as we are physically. But if we're sad and we're depressed, the tripod's going to fall over. And on the flip side... You can be as happy as a clam and be in the best mood and emotionally stable and psychologically stable, but if you're not taking care of your physical health, that leg's going to get you to fall over. And I put a quote up at one of the gyms that I was working at for a while there that said, if you don't invest into your health now, don't worry about it. The insurance companies are going to add interest to your medical bills later. And that's across the board, your mental health, physical health, emotional health. I was just having a conversation with a client yesterday that I feel that when the insurance companies realize that you need to add at least two wellness visits for mental health, across the board, I mean, we as a human race will be that much better. And we get two dental cleanings a year. Why not a, a mental health check, a, a, a wellness visit on mental health? I mean, it will definitely pay for itself in the long run. Because if you're, if you're hitting those checkpoints and you're getting checked on every six months, maybe you're getting to the point where you're in six months, you're okay, but six and a half months would have been your breaking point. Now you go for that wellness check, you, you discuss things, and you fix it. You get back on track, and, and you keep doing that. In the long run, it'll be paid for. I mean, it's been experiments many times that if you have, we'll just use the example of a machine shop. A machine shop has 20 guys. If that owner pays for the gym membership for those 20 people and they go and they actually use it they go to the gym they use the gym they work on their physical health and again it could play into the other two legs but they work on their physical health it will pay for itself in the reduced amount of sick time that the employees take off because they've literally made their body healthier so now they don't need as many sick times so when you take that And let's say a cumulative of the five guys, they use five, or of the 20 guys, they use five sick days throughout the course of the year. The lost production from those five people, I mean, basically a a 40-hour work we've lost of production, it pays for the cost of the gym membership. It pays for itself, and, and then some. And we don't look at it like that, but we have to really invest in all three. And I, I look at I mean, my my history, and I always say I'm, I'm the healthiest of the bunch in my family. I'm the only one in my family that doesn't wear glasses, and I have one white filling in my teeth. 
That's it. Up until a year and a half ago now at this point where I had the stent put in. I say it all the time. Family history didn't kick me in the ass, but it sure enough tapped me on the shoulder. I mean, my father's had four heart attacks. My mother had one. Uncle on my father's side, cousin on my mother's side, and both my grandfathers had multiple. I mean, I wasn't going to outrun it. I mean, no way. Now, I was hoping it wouldn't hit me until my 60s or later, and it hit me at 45, ironically, the same age my father had his first heart attack and triple bypass. Now, I've been working out regularly for the past six years or so. So when I sat there and I questioned myself, why is this happening to me? I mean, I went to the doctors on Tuesday, went to the ER on a Tuesday, follow up with the cardiologist that night. That Friday later in the week is when we had the procedure where they found the blockage and I had the stent put in. Leading up to the procedure, I kept saying, why is this happening to me? I, I do everything right. I'm exercising. I'm eating well. I'm, I'm doing everything right. Well, have the stent. They find 99.9% .9 blockage. I'm lucky to be alive, basically. Uh, again, I didn't have a heart attack. I caught it in time because I listened to my body. By the Tuesday after the procedure, my answer to why is this happening to me now? It's because I did everything right. Otherwise, it would have happened when I was 40 years old. Otherwise, it would have resulted in a heart attack. Otherwise, I would have been in a worse position than I am now because I did everything right. I mean, my father was in the military. They called it PMS, Preventive Maintenance Service. And we all know of the timing belt in a car. So you can go and replace that timing belt that might cost you $500. Or you can go, nah, I'm going to wait a little longer. Now the timing belt slips. Now you bend all the rods and everything. And now you have to rebuild the entire top half of an engine. Now it costs you 5000 instead of 500 So instead, we do that preventive maintenance where it could cost me a ton of medical bills for having a heart attack. Or it can cost me relatively speaking, a little to have a gym membership and the time invested in going to the gym and exercising. If you focus on all three legs, you're going to have that balance. And it's really important to have the balance. We cannot deprive us of any of those legs, physical, mental, and emotional. And, and it depends on what, what you do and what you enjoy that fulfills each of those legs. And overall, going to the gym, resistance training, lifting weights, building muscle, building your metabolism, that's going to be the, the more ideal way to, to work your body. And I, I use the example of your, everyone's a four-cylinder engine. Okay, What you want to do is you want to go and build muscle, turn your body into a six-cylinder engine, and now your body naturally burns more gas, more calories, more fuel. Where if you go and do predominantly cardio-based exercise like running, like cycling, like swimming, that is more cardio-based, now you just turned your body into a hybrid and it's going to be more efficient and burn less fuel. Now, this is a loosely described, but if you really hate the gym, you really hate weights and psychologically and emotionally going for that ride feels good for you or going for that run feels good for you, by all means, make that your routine. It's better than sitting on the couch and, and flipping through the channels and channel surfing or scrolling Instagram and Facebook for four hours a day. I was just talking to a friend of mine that uh, I'm actually training, and we talked about her workouts. She works out three times a week. It's 45 minutes. 
and roughly 45 minutes Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And so we're, what, two hours and 15 minutes a week invested into our health? I think it's a, a fair trade to do that. And again, if something you're going to do is going to feel good and, and you you rather go out and go for a run or even simply going for a walk and that's what makes you feel good emotionally and mentally, by all means, do that and you are going to get the benefits of it as a physical activity. I mean, same thing if you like going to the gym and lifting weights and you're primarily doing it for physical stuff, if it feels good to you and you're enjoying it, it's going to help the, the mental and emotional legs. But make sure that you address all three legs in one way or another. And again, there's overlapping things. I mean, I go for a hike. It's mentally peaceful for me, but it is a physical activity as well. And you go to the gym, it's a physical activity, but psychologically, I feel good about it. It hit two legs again. I mean, so there's always going to be some activities that carry over to one or the other. I mean, make sure if you're in a situation that, that's sucking you dry and, and draining you and mentally and emotionally, and you, you do need to make changes. And obviously not everyone can just up and quit their job or change their job or, or change aspects of their lives. Sometimes we do need to deal with stuff that just isn't enjoyable, but there is no change for it. Uh, you have to look at something else that can at least offset it and, and make you feel good in the long run. But definitely keep going out, working on all three legs. Um, like I said, and a little over a year and a half ago when I, I did the announcement about my stent and stuff, I definitely go get your checkups. I know I had a physical my senior year of high school and didn't have another one until I was 30. And it was all of a sudden one of those, oh, whoa, I'm 30 years old already. I better go get a physical. And, and then I probably didn't have the next one until I mean, 35 or 40 and Obviously, I do them now all the time or each year. Um, but go out, get your checkups, get your physicals, work on all three legs. Try to find that balance, um, whether it's me. And you can find me on, on my beammotivation.com page, Instagram, Facebook, um, or a coach that you have local. Um, having someone for accountability, someone to help coach you, someone to to, to help you. I mean, Again, going with that rest, some people say, I'm lazy, I skipped. No, you weren't lazy. It was rest. And don't beat yourself up. Have balance, including the work versus rest. And let's just keep moving forward and making ourselves healthier. Hope you enjoyed this. See you next week. Shift Mindset Podcast is for entertainment purposes only. While the suggestions, strategies, and practices we have given have been proven successful for our personal use as well as clients we have worked with, these recommendations should not supersede instructions given by any licensed professionals, including but not limited to your primary care physician and mental health professionals. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today for the PowerShift Mindset Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to like and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at The PowerShift Mindset and also visit thepowershiftmindset.com. Thanks again for listening to The PowerShift Mindset.